comedy podcast where we take you on a road trip to weird and spooky locations. I'm Roxy, and I'm going to tell you a story. I'm Layla, and I'm the one driving with the inexplicable. We're driving to the spooky and scary. We're driving with the monsters and the ghosts. We're driving places where you should be wary. We're driving with the inexplicable. Alright, let me set the scene. I was gonna set the scene. I want to set the scene. Fine, you set the scene, but fine. Okay, fine. I'll let you set the scene after, and then we'll let our audience decide who set the scene better. Wait. I'm going first. Fine. (laughs) Let me just start with, it was a dark and stormy night. Were you going to say that? That seems like something you'd say. (laughs) No. Uh, Right now we're saying... But that was in my original draft. Oh, no. (laughs) We're sitting in a creepy parking lot where the lights flicker on and off, and it is literally midnight, which means we're actually going to be late to the place we're going to, but it'll still be good. Um, We're only slightly late. (laughs) We're running late to the murder is what's happening right now. And it's Halloween. Spooky Halloween. On a rain-drenched Halloween night, two women retracing the steps of a local serial killer find themselves journeying to the site of the grisly murders that took place decades earlier. (laughs) That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. How is that the funniest thing you've ever heard? That was my serious podcaster voice. It was, and that's why it's hilarious, because we are the furthest fucking thing from that. Oh boy, if you are <laughs> real pumped for professional storytelling, you best redirect your interests and priorities. Speaking of how unprofessional our storytelling is, we are fun. I've got some <laughs> corrections from our last episode. Well, you see, the thing is, this is our second episode, right? and um number two the second episode and our first episode is already up it's there it's it's in reality and so so my mom listened to it she did and then she texted me a picture of a nissan stanza (laughs) Uh, they're so bad where i'm gonna put that up on all of our social media It'll be on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you want to see what the fucking Nissan Stanza is. I will tell you, Roxy showed me a photo. I was very offended. She also told me that the Walney Hitchhiker only haunts on Tuesdays. We went on a Wednesday, you guys. We missed him by a day. We, we really dropped the ball. We're so sorry. We'll never do it again. Tonight, tonight we got it right. Tonight is Halloween night. Yeah, tonight is Halloween night, and you know what we're doing. Do you know what we're doing? Here it comes. We are doing the man, the myth, the legend, the bunny man. (laughs) I'm jumping out of this car. I can't believe you just did that to us. I had to. I know. I planned that all day. Wow. I, yep, yep. I want to be surprised by that, but I can really see you just sitting straight up in bed and thinking, I have it. Anyway, here we go. We're driving down a highway, and we are going to the one and only 
Bunny Man Bridge. So what Bunny Man is, is he's a local infamous serial killer. But if you allow me to quote my 10th grade English teacher for a moment. Okay. There is no evidence of actual murders attributed to Bunny Man. Wow, what a goddamn buzzkill. <laughs> and then your teacher said, open your books to page 127. Uh, no. He, he was nothing like that. Um, well, he sounds like a real bummer. My favorite thing he ever said to me was, I knew I needed new clothes because I went to the Renaissance Fair and got complimented on my costume and I wasn't wearing a costume. You tell the worst, you tell the worst story sometimes. Um, it's not my story. It's uh, my English teacher from high school. Uh, it was his story. That's just, it's just embarrassing. Well, it would be bad if I told the worst stories because I tell the stories on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not taking it back, but I'm not, not being a part of it. So, Bunny Man. Um, local legend that he is. Urban legend, some Whatever. might say. Um, urban. There's many versions of his story. Yeah, there's a bunch. And um, the version that I heard that I'm most familiar with is not the most widely told version, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I had also heard of Bunny Man Bridge, even though I came of age not in this part of Virginia. I lived in Virginia Beach when I was in high school um, and middle school, actually. Uh, but I had heard of it. I think once I got to college and moved back up here, uh, someone mentioned it at some point. So you heard about it in college? I think so. I, I had heard about it before we... So it's one of those things that is haunted enough to be on all those spooky places listicles online. Um, so before looking into that, it's also in our favorite book, A Weird Virginia. Part of the Weird U.S. series, I think. Yeah, Weird U.S. Something like that. Yep, spooky stuff. Um, but it's like a pretty popular story. Prior to that, I had heard... Uh, it mentioned somewhere, but I can't remember where, and I hadn't heard any of the stories that I ended up looking up for this episode, so I'm interested to hear the version you heard first. Okay, so let's start with how I heard it. Right. So I was like a child, probably about like seven, mm -hmm. and um, my cousin, who's like a few years older than me, she was a teen, so I guess maybe I was like eight. I don't know. Well, as the story progresses, you will find out it's not good to be a teen. As the story progresses, I'm gonna get progressively older. Because I do not remember. I was like seven. Anyway. I don't know what that means. My cousin, um, for Halloween, wanted to go to Bunny Man Bridge. Wow! Teens! <laughs> teens. teens! Like the teens are want to do. Because if you're teens. a teen in Northern Virginia, Bunny Man Bridge is the place to be. Teens these days. That's why on Halloween night at yeah. midnight. That's when you have to go. This is the problem we're going to have because we are going to try and drive past there, but it's blocked off now because of all the goddamn teens who are always trying to go there. Those youths, 
I know. We're we're old now. We're you know all elderly in our mid twenties. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we might not be able to get close, close. We'll see what happens. Well, so my cousin wanted to go to Bunny Man Bridge. Um, and I was talking about it with my mom and I'm like, mom, the fuck is Bunny Man Bridge? Just like that? Well, seven year old you? Yeah. Seven year old me is like, mom, the fuck is Bunny Man Bridge? Quality upbringing. And then my mom is like, I'll tell you the fuck is Bunny Man Bridge. I met your mother. She was for certain not like that. Okay. I'm paraphrasing slightly. Alrighty. Um, anyway, the story goes, once upon a time, there was a man who, um, had an affinity for rabbits and he started like hunting and killing rabbits and people started finding like rabbit corpses around like skinned and gutted mm-hmm. rabbit corpses okay terrifying and so um the man scanning the rabbits was sewing together a rabbit suit oh, out no. of the rabbit fur oh no i have not read this anywhere oh i'm getting shivers i don't like that <laughs> Anyway, so he started hanging out at this bridge in his rabbit suit. Oh, I'm itchy. I and don't... this bridge was like a popular hangout for the teens. Ugh, to like uh, party or whatnot, whatever it is the youth does. I stayed inside a lot, personally. Anyway, popular loiter spot for the teens. Um, then on Halloween night at midnight, there were three teens at the bridge as they want to do and bunny man in his bunny suit i'm so uncomfortable with the fact that it's made of bunnies it's yes it's made of bunnies i don't like that um shows up and like at this point he's like you know what i am i don't want to skin rabbits anymore i'm gonna skin some men i have not heard this way and so he kills okay Stop. <laughs> and then Satan just says, What? Don't really stop, please keep okay. telling the story. Okay. So he's like, I'm done killing rabbits. Uh-huh. I'm moving on to bigger and better things. I mean I'm gonna kill some humans. Just like that, I bet. And so like he was doing with the rabbits, he um kills and skins the boys <laughs> and leaves them hanging at the bridge. Oh no. And then he keeps doing that every Halloween night. Every Halloween night? Yes. That's so frequent. Yeah. What dedication and commitment. So that's the story I originally had heard. Wow. Yeah, you're right. That is not at all any of the ones I read. And my stomach has turned all the way upside down. 180. See, the thing is, this story's, like, been in circulation among the locals since, um, at least the 70s. Like, the early 70s. the locals as though we're yokels? (laughs) (laughs) Because back in the 70s, this was all, like, farmland. That's true, but we really are just a hop, skip, and a jump from D.C. We are, but it was, like, all farmland. It was, like, country places. 
Country places? Yeah, country places. You know them country places. It was rural. <laughs> rural. rural. Making me say rural. 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 You're making me say rural. It's my fault. And yeah, it's all your fault. I could have just said country places. Um, but yeah, this was all farmland. It's built up like recently in this the 20th century. In this the 20th century. In this the 20th she century. She says as though she's not of the 20th century. I might have time travel tonight. You're, oh boy. Anyway, the um, the story's been like passed among the locals. It first started showing up in writing in like the early 70s. Yeah. And so the time frame on like when these bunny man murders supposedly happened it is kind of all over the place really. Did you read the creepypasta version? The the creepypasta version, or at least that's where I read this version, it has the dates starting back in like 1903 or something. And I'm like, what hooligan teens are out in 1903 with their goddamn hoop skirts just frolicking about under a bridge? I no, just... hoop skirts weren't popular in 1903. I, you know what? Shot in the dark, and I knew you would correct me because you'd know better, but, you know, I'm trying to add some color here. Well, it's like 1903, high fashion. That's going to be, like, mermaid dresses, but I guess the teens really? probably weren't wearing that. No, I mean, like, street fashion-wise. What is happening? <laughs> like. Uh, Please tell us. Please tell us the correct attire of the day in so the like early a longer 1900s. Skirt? Where are the guys wearing? Do we have tails on our coats still? What's the deal? I mean, I don't think the teens are going to go to the bridge to party wearing ta- coats with tails. I just, all I'm saying is teens are probably not under a bridge partying. I don't, where, where are they getting all this booze in 1903? They might be, because like, it's not... No, teens would still party. So what you're, st- like, what you're telling well, me... it's hard to say. Teens, young men... What you're telling me is teens today are the same as teens in 1903. No, because there was like a boom of like teen culture. I'm doing air quotes in the 50s. That That was a whole like youth myth. myth. That's why I said it. Okay. (laughs) Said air quotes. Anyway, I don't want to get into like teenage rebellion that started in the 50s but like oh god. (laughs) See, it's weird because it's like 1903. The creepypasta version. It says that teens would have been parting and like and in 1903 that wouldn't be like a cultural things like teens loitering and yeah okay so drinking that, and smoking that is the part that seems very odd to me i was like that seems to be a more recent development in teen culture yeah that's a bit out of place but it's like uh, yeah all right so do you want to talk about that version? Okay, I'll talk, yeah, I'll talk about the creepypasta version, and it's, like, that version is, like, apparently the widespread version. It is, yeah. I'm gonna take this exit while you do. So once upon a time, in Fairfax County, at the turn of the century, there was an asylum um, nearby, and it was closing, so um, they were transporting all of the um, patients to the local prison mm-hmm. um, but the transport wagon I guess crashed. I read bus 
it said it said bus, but this was the turn of the century. Right, they yeah. did not have buses. I didn't then. question that at all. Yeah, it's I like, like that you're just editorializing the wagon instead of debunking it entirely. That's fun. Like, what's the point in debunking the? Well, to quote my English teacher, there are no murders attributed to bunny man. False. You're right. No, it's there's no murder, but there is violence. We'll get to that later. Um. But yeah, I, I definitely was still picturing a bus kind of like um, like the beginning of Holes with Shia LaBeouf, right? Don't they get yeah, on? They, they all they... go a place in their little tan uniforms or whatever. They're orange. Are they orange in that? Yes. I guess I'm just picturing what people actually wear in prison, which is not always orange. Um, but yeah, I was just picturing them on a bus. But now that you say wagon, it all has gotten a lot more old-timey. Thank you for that. Right, so I helped it. Thanks. Anyway, so wagon, bus, I, it's pre-debunked. I don't need What's to debunk it by talking about buses. Is that there's more crashing. We're just, we have a lot of crashing uh, imagery in this podcast, which is not ideal because I'm driving a car. Well, the uh, <laughs> transport wagon crashes. Mm-hmm. And um, all the uh, patients are accounted for. Except for one. Or two in some versions. Yeah, I've read both, yeah. Anyway. The escaped um, patient. Like, they do a whole manhunt for them. They can't find him. But they start finding gutted rabbits. That are, like, partially eaten. And so they start calling him the bunny man. And in the version with two uh, escaped patients, they find the half-eaten rabbits, and then they find um, one, one of, of the, the patients, patients killed. Yeah. In the same state, well, hit over the head or something is what I read, and they find the weapon that they thought was being used to kill the rabbits, so they think he's the bunny man initially, but then more of the rabbits keep popping up. So then dead rabbits keep showing up. It kind of, like, tapers off. But then, like, October rolls around and there's more dead rabbits. And then on Halloween night, as the 1903 teens are hanging out at the bridge. Mistakes. Mistakes all around. 1903 was probably a mistake. Being a teen at that time couldn't have been great. Three teens turn up gutted the same way the rabbits had been gutted. Dun, dun, dun! That's probably not annoyingly loud to listen to. <laughs> Alright, let's merge into this lane. That's how yields work. Um, so I'm gonna just go ahead and put this out there. I am far more comfortable with that version uh, than the one you told because there's no skinning rabbits to make a bunny suit and then skinning the teens. I'm like, okay, gut them. Do whatever you gotta do. Keep all that skin on there. That's bad news bears. Well, I mean, I get like, if he's killing the rabbits in, to eat them in that version, but, like, in the of uh, my version, he's, like, making a whole outfit. Which is so scary. So, in the other types of urban legends, he is still called the bunny man because he's in a bunny suit. Right, just like a bunny costume. Bunny costume, like you might see on one of those horrifying Easter rabbits at like a mall, like the the mall.
mall Santa rabbits. What are what are those called? Easter the, bunny. The Easter bunny version of a mall Santa. Anyway, um, what are those horrifying costumes? Uh, but imagining that made out of rabbit skin is really going to haunt my nightmares. I just oh, I, I can't. I always pictured it is like kind of like a very patched together, different kind of rabbit skins, like skin tight suit. Oh, so you're not thinking he's making a rabbit shape? He's not suit. like making a bunny costume. Oh, that's he's really just what wearing I rabbit that skins he's making a rabbit in like costume. a weird suit. I not, none of it's good. <laughs> none of it's good. It's all bad. Those scenes are dead. Those bunnies are dead. Like, can we talk about the bunnies? Lives lost, people. Yes, this um, tragic man with an affinity for rabbits is strange is like there's I don't know if it's so much an affinity as there's just a copious number of rabbits in this area and probably would be easy to eat if you were an escape prison slash asylum escapee did I say escaped at the beginning of that you did say escaped he's real escaped you know can't can't highlight enough how escaped I just feel like that would be around you know there'd be bunnies around too but I mean, in like different murder. versions, he's not like killing rabbits. He's um, doing these murders in a rabbit costume. Right. Okay. So you're right. So that's the other version. Do you want to go ahead and tell that one? And then we can tell the debunked story at the end. Okay. Sure. Right. Well, or do I mean, you want to do the deep... tell? Just apply rabbit costume. It's like. You're right. It's the same thing, but it's he's the same in a rabbit thing. Costume. He's killing teens at midnight on Halloween in a rabbit costume. Alright, so, that brings us then, since actually we're getting kind of close anyway, that brings us to the Washingtonian article uh, by Matt Blitz that busts this case wide open. Uh, Actually, technically, Brian A. Connolly is the one who debunked this entire story. You know, librarians for the win, am I right? Yes, librarians. So the legend says... You know, the whole thing about the bus, uh, the insane asylum, the crash. Uh, Connolly was working at a library nearby. I immediately forgot what the library was called. Sorry, that library. And people kept asking, like, oh, is this a real... Is this legend real, essentially? So he wanted to find out an answer to that because he was tired of responding to them and saying, I have no idea. So he looked into it. Turns out... Um, the real story is still kind of creepy. There was a guy dressed in a bunny man. Let's co- say allegedly, because he was never caught or anything. Okay, that's fair. But this alleged story is equally as creepy. Well, not equally. There's less murder, but it's still very spooky. Uh, oh, spooky. Spooky. Sorry. Be spooky. Spooky Halloween. Um, so then allegedly, uh... Instead of killing teens, there was a couple canoodling by the bridge, as you do, uh, in the, what was it, 70s? 1970s? Yes. Great. We're going with 70s. Horrible, horrible time. I've met my parents. They've told me stories. Doesn't seem ideal. I passed our turn. Um, (laughs) It's all happening in real time. So, anyway... You passed the turn. I did. Just complaining about I the did. Time. I was complaining about the 70s and teens. Oh, this neighborhood is where my cousin, the one who wanted to go to Bunny Pant Bridge, used to live. Oh, well, that's why. She yeah, right she lives, lived very close well, at the time. Well, you never told me that part. 
Well, whatever. It's kind of important, right? I sort of just thought she was wherever and was like, let's go all the way to Bunny Man Bridge. I grew up, like, right near here. You're right. <laughs> all of these spooky places are somehow right next to each other. I can't explain that. That's for you guys to figure out. Use a map. I'm yeah, back to it the actually story. says Bunny Man Bridge on Google Maps. It does. Can you believe that, you guys? Like, the legend has become reality and people are just like nope this is the place that it is oh no this road got kind of spooky yeah <laughs> uh, there's let me set the scene oh god fine in the darkness you can barely see the reflection of the yellow arrows trees encroach on all sides are they is that gonna even sound loud or is it gonna sound like you're whispering i talked right into the mic we'll see in editing i believe in you so, what actually happens is canoodling couple in a car by the bridge, guy in a bunny suit with a hatchet rolls up and throws the hatchet through their motherfucking window. Which is horrifying, you know? You're just parked near a bridge, you're making out with your girlfriend, everything's going really great, you're like, I am smooth as fuck. And, and all, all of a sudden, sudden, hatchet right through your windshield, and you're like, what the fuck? I imagine how that, that's how everyone, you know, you look at each other, you look at the windshield, and you go, there's just a lot of screaming. Um, and supposedly the man was wearing a white suit with bunny ears. Right, bunny suit. So then everyone's like, that's a weird thing to say, that a bunny man threw a hatchet at your windshield, but okay. A few days later, um, some sort of security guard guy. Allegedly. Allegedly was in the same area, saw a guy in a similar suit, was like, hey, dude, what's good? Heard you threw a hatchet through a window. Uh, he's still got the hatchet. He's holding it. And he just starts chopping at a post that's near him. Like, you goddamn trespassers always out here trespassing. If you don't get out oh, of here. deer. Wow, these deer just love. Sorry to talk over you. Yeah, you ruined you my gotta old, watch out. old Sorry. guy. You ruined my old guy with a hatchet thing. Anyway. So he's hatcheting a post. Security guy was like, what? And uh, he was never caught. He ran away from that guy and never wore that suit again, maybe? Or he comes to kill teens every Halloween. Every Halloween. In the same suit. Yeah. And, like, the horrifying thing about this tale is that he always hangs them from the bridge. Like, he, like, cuts them up, guts their bodies, whatever vile thing. And then hangs them from the bridge, which just seems inconsiderable. Anyway, so at work, uh, I work at a coffee shop. A, I was telling some customers about the podcast and how we just dropped our first episode. Yay! 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 Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't clap, clap driving. and drive. You're right. That was a mistake. Um, anyway, I was telling some people, and then the one of the guys who worked next door at Domino's, Joel the Pizza Guy. Uh, told me that he has had a real-life encounter with the Bunny Man Bridge. Ooh. Spooky. So he told me that he and his friend um, one year went to the bridge with two of the girls that they were seeing. They thought, like, oh, it'll be fun. It'll be kind of spooky. You know, they'll grab our arms. It'll be fun. Uh, so they go, and he is all like, oh, yeah, I'm a big man. This will be great. 
they get to the bridge, and, you know, there's no one murdered there, but there is a bunch of graffiti on the walls of the bridge in what looks like blood, and inside, underneath the bridge, people are sacrificing a chicken or something. Oh, my God. And he freaks the fuck out, and he's like, I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here, and bounces immediately. That's a terrible story. Yeah, I'm like, you why didn't would tell you tell me that? I wasn't ready. No, I know I wasn't gonna prepare you. I because like that's that real. Be, that's real life. That's real life. Some crazy assholes are like, I need to go under this spooky bridge. Oh, it got even darker. How is that possible? Yeah, turn your high beams on. I don't want to. What if I? Oh no, you're right. I got scared. My tummy started hurting. Oh my god. I got scared. It's just leaves on the ground and no lights above, and I couldn't see anything. Woo! We're not gonna get murdered. My eyes aren't tearing up. This is a normal approach uh, to scary things. But yeah, yeah, in times of fear, just remember the words of my tenth grade English teacher: "There were no actual murders attributed to Bunny." I Hinn. still don't want a hatchet thrown through my windshield. You know how much windshields cost? I mean, like more than three dollars, probably, and that's how many dollars I have. You <laughs> have more than three. What about your job at coffee shop? Oh my god. Um, so yeah, that was really spooky and not having streetlights is very scary and how dare they do that. This is what I'm saying. All these spooky places, instead of just being like, we'll fix the spookiness by putting in some lighting, they're like, nah. No, they've embraced it. It's part of the culture. That's true. I heard there were like t-shirts and things now. Should we make a bunny man t-shirt? No, they exist already. I think that's like, I think I could design my own. Is that copywritten? No, how would Bunny Man be copywritten? He's an urban know. legend. I don't know what people do. It's like, you know, you don't need to license Bunny Man. I never He's studied like, copyright law. Sorry. Okay, I thought about it for a while, though. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's horrifying enough in and of itself. Just like a random cult under the bridge sacrificing a chicken. Miss me with that. I know. Why do you... Are you sacrificing the chicken to Bunny Man? Oh, bad idea. Like, you want him to come back and try to murder you? This is just a death wish situation? I don't... Anyway. Oh, okay. So, we're coming up to it. It's a dead end, which is just extra terrifying. I'm stopping. So, I thought it was blocked off, but it might just be that the road stops there. Oh, it's spooky. Yeah. I'm kind of kind of scared. I'm not going to lie. Woo, y'all, it is, it is 12.38, it is super dark, this is a dead-end road, there's nothing over, how, people live here, not to, not to out them, but like, yeah, people are on, there are mailboxes on either side of the road, which means their driveway then goes up a bit to their house, how could you ever leave your house on a night like this, I would be so scared, yeah, I would be so it's, scared. It's a scary night. I'm scared it's in like, a moving vehicle. The mood is, like, very set for this. Oh, hell no. We got to it. Oh, yeah, shit. we're here. Oh, shit, shit, yeah. shit. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Take a picture. Take a picture. I'm working I'm on it. I'm driving away. Okay. I'm really scared right now, I'll actually. I freak out. No, I'm scared. I'm turning around. Wait, can you only go one way? Uh, can we go through it? No. I don't want to. No, no. Okay. Okay, no trespassing. Yeah, don't trespass. I'm really scared right now. I can't even express to you how frightened I am. It's a scary bridge. My tummy hurts so bad. My face is so hot. I thought I was prepared. Mostly because I thought we wouldn't get this far. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not blocked off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Everyone lied. Everyone lied. Everyone's terrible. It's so dark. It's so dark. 
since we're driving away, we horrified. Uh, <laughs> Mostly me. Yeah. Roxy you... seems fine. Roxy has, you know, <laughs> emotions of steel. <laughs> yeah. And doesn't at all feel haunted by the, you know, the the spiritual imprint of ghostliness that most certainly haunts that bridge at 1230 at night. Well, do you want to discuss the variations in the legend? Sure. And the, like, weird historical things? <sighs> yeah, you start while I catch my breath. <laughs> well, I mean, for one, it's, like, the thing about, like, if it happened in uh, 1903 or whatever, it's, like, the thing with um, teen culture not being what it was, so the thing's not making sense. Yeah, it feels very disjointed, the original story. My face is so hot. <laughs> but like um i don't know there's some like i read this part like on the internet it was like different murders being like taking place in different places being attributed to bunny man that's true i did see that like they'd seen there'd been sightings of bunny man as far south as Culpepper, which seems improbable if there's, like, a whole bridge associated with it, right? Right, and supposedly, like, the murders didn't even take place at that bridge. They just attributed that bridge. I mean, because there were no three teens murdered and hung on a bridge. Yeah. That's not a thing that happened. That's true, yeah. There's no evidence of that. There, ha- there The story that we told about the hatchet through the window and the guy hitting the post in a bunny man suit... There were police reports about that. So that's why that's thought of as the most realistic reason for I mean, that happened in the 70s when the legend started showing up. So that makes the most sense. It makes sense that, like, that happened and people ran with it. Right. I mean, honestly, that is kind of spooky. Like, that scared me. That and the idea that there were maybe culty people under the bridge sacrificing a chicken gonna throw hatchets at us is what scared me the most more than the idea that there was gonna be a ghost insane asylum escapee in a makeshift rabbit suit running around I don't think he's a ghost he's just like a I mean he'd be a ghost now if he he fell off a wagon bus in 1901 or whatever. Maybe he's just really old. He's not. He's not. It's 2019. I had to think about that. It's 2019, she said with conviction. <laughs> I mean, like, the key to youth is skinning rabbits? I really hope not, because, I mean, just dig my grave now. I'm ready. I'm not going to skin any rabbits. They seem like they're doing their own thing. They seem happy. Yep. Leave them alone. Leave the bunnies alone. Oh, my God. I'm never coming back down this road. I did not like this road. The yeah, road so just ends in the bridge. I'm really offended. Yeah, it you is guys. a scary was, bridge. I just, people live over there, which is what upsets me the most, because it's not like it's only scary on Halloween, you know? Like, that's a scary-ass road right there. Is now the bad time to tell you that I just bought a house? <laughs> That's Wait, a joke. What money? I didn't buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I would like to... I've, I've come to the very strong conclusion that I want to live on a nice open road that doesn't dead end, no cul-de-sacs, a lot of areas of escape, nearby businesses you can run to in an emergency. <laughs> Wide open spaces, lots of public transportation. All that good stuff. All of the things that really are quintessential of urban living none of this 
farmy. It's not farmy over there, it's but not it is. Farmy it, anymore. It's like long driveways, creepy bridges, no street lights. Give me lots of street lights. You know yeah, what? they need the more, more street, street lights. lights. The better. Is that a thing you can look up when looking up housing? Can you look up number of streetlights? Because you can look at school districts. I, I want number you of streetlights. Look at it like before you go to the house, like type the address into like Google Street View. Yeah, that's fair. And like look at the lights. Okay, that meant we that, have the technology. That makes sense. I will give you that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that even if the core of the ur- urban legend is the guy with the hatchet, I still think that's freaky enough in and of itself. Yeah, because that's a weird crime. Yeah, like how mad... On the bridge, it says no trespassing. That's how mad that guy was about trespassing. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Like, clearly he was not impressed with the trespassing. He said, you're always trespassing. Also, who would make out near that bridge at night? I'm sorry, now all of a sudden, I'm turning on those canoodlers. I mean, were they near the bridge, though? I think. Yeah. Oh, that's what I read. Is it? Because I, well, I wasn't sure if the bridge was just, like, associated afterward because it's a creepy bridge. I thought they were near the bridge. I don't know. And then the next sighting was, like, a mile down the road. Or, like, it gave... When I read it, it said, like, the 5400th block of whatever road, which I think is the same road the bridge is on. Uh-huh. So, okay. I just... There's no part of that road where it seems like a cool thing to just pull off and start making out. Not, there's no, you know, like, you hear the, what are the legends where it's like, oh, the guy with the hook hand and you're on makeout point or whatever? Yeah, that doesn't seem very makeout point to me. No, not at all. Like, makeout point, I guess if it's like a cute overlook on a mountain, I get that, right? No, this is a creepy ass bridge on a creepy ass road. <laughs> If you tried to, if anyone tried to make out with me on a creepy, near a creepy ass bridge on a creepy ass road, I'd say, bye bye. I don't think this is working out. It's been really nice getting to know you. But then, like, no horror movie would ever be getting. It's a classic, babe. Classic. What if, what about vegan? What? What'd you say? <laughs> no, what? No horror movie would ever happen. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm really freaking out here's in a creepy thought, locale. Here's what I thought you said. No harm would ever be vegan. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. I mean, I think we can agree Bunny Man's not vegan. No. I mean, if he's skinning rabbits. No, he's the hard opposite of vegan. Yeah. How did we get back to vegan? You're <laughs> the one who brought it, it up. It was a mistake. I made a mistake. <laughs> I'm still scared, and we're far away now. And we're yelling about being vegan. And how Bunny Man is not that. I haven't eaten meat in three years. <laughs> My face is so hot. So, after that horror show of a podcast, if you still want to find us and read more about us or see the pictures that we're going to put up from Bunny Man Bridge as I ran away in terror, drove away in terror. Ran car, with your car. Car ran away in terror. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at podcast.dwi, on Instagram at podcast underscore dwi, also on Twitter at podcast underscore dwi. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast underscore dwi. 
<clears throat> and you can email us at drivingwiththeinexplicable at gmail.com. Our theme song was written by myself, recorded and edited by Lincoln Howard Jr., vocals by Sama Jabali. Uh, the podcast itself is edited by Roxy Shumate. Thanks for listening. <laughs>